0: Motorsport and Motoring Radio Show, now on 88.5 FM, The Valley Comes Alive, and podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. All right, Talking Power podcast episode 158. I'm here with co-host Todd Brinkworth. I'm Nick DiTunberry. We've got some really special guests here with us on the podcast tonight. I'm joined by Phil and Dan from Aussie Garage TV. Guys, thanks go. for coming along. Yeah, thanks, yeah, thank you. That. It's great to have you guys here. We caught up at the Northern Steel show. Yes. Yep. We we first met you there. I've been following you for a little while and then I saw the interview you did with Alison and Pete of yep. Northern Steel. I thought that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good incentive. Or I like, I like what you do. And I started watching more of your content. And you know what came back to me? And I don't know. I, you said you're from Canberra. I don't know how long you've been in Western Australia for yourself then. But it brought back, I don't, you probably remember, TV show. This was in the 90s called Cruising. It was the late 90s, early yes. 2000s. Cruising on Channel 31. Murray Reynolds was his name. I don't know if you remember Murray.
1: I, I remember that kind of show, but, yeah, I don't it, know much about it, but I remember a little bit about
0: it. Yeah, he, he did a magnificent job, Murray. I really liked Murray. I don't know where he is these days. Hello, Murray, if he's listening. Yeah. I hope you're going well. Great West Australian. And your show reminded me of of his TV show. So talk us through that. It's it's a show about you You, you talk to what's well, probably best you, you tell us.
1: Wow. Do you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. We'll, um,
2: <laughs> When we first sort of got together and came up with the idea, we wanted to drag people's stories out about their cars. Yep. So the cars are primarily the most important part, but the stories um, run in a very close second. So we wanted to get people's stories out of them more so than just have a look at their car. We wanted to know where they came from, whether there was a family connection with the cars or whether they had to drag it out of a creek and f- completely rebuild it, um, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, so that was our focus when we got started. Yep. And, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Obviously there's a there's a WA aspect to to your show um and I I I feel that and do you think that's something that's been that we've kind of missed in the last probably last few years like I mean we sort of we talk we, we there's a lot of content out there but I don't think there's many many guys doing what you guys do No
1: nah, we we do it kind of different from everyone else we just don't go to just shows and just you know, do the normal stuff film cars. We mm. want to make sure that we get it out there, we interview the people that are on, you know, at the scene, yep. and um, then we want to take it back to the house. We get better response when we're at their house than what we actually do at the event. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, WA is, it, it has had a bit of a gap between the car scene and what's been out there because even what we have, most of our viewers are... Even though we're WA, most of our views are in Eastern States. Yep, and, yep, yeah. we're still trying to promote, like, WA in the car scene and make it bigger over here um, because there's plenty of cars hiding around and and even the other day we were down at the southwest, and there was a guy that apparently he's got 50 Mustangs in his shed and we're <laughs> trying to get hold of him so we can interview him. But they're just hidden away and people don't know about them.
0: How hard is that part of the job? Like, A, you get a lead on someone... I oh, know you've had a few. How, oh. how hard is that that part? The, the, like find the lead and going the next step.
2: Yeah, I think it's getting easier.
1: It, a little bit easier. Um, yeah, we kind of um, kind of force our way in, or we or we tell them yeah. to <laughs> job and <a> mate, <laughs> 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 Just,
2: you know, stuff like that. Yeah, look, some people don't want to talk to us, and that's fair enough too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, our first response to that is, well, dobbin in your mate who who will talk to us, and yeah. generally we get someone. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep. Um, and the more people we speak to, the more leads we get from them. They say, oh, I've got a mate with this and that and rah rah rah. So, so we end up with, um, you know, leads leads just from people that we've interviewed. So. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, we did one interview, and um, from
1: that interview, I think we end up getting five or six new people to interview from that, mm. and um, they've got very amazing cars as well and some of them are unique
0: so i mean that that's part of the the gig i guess it is as well like you've got to build your brand as well people yeah. come trusted in aussie garage tv and then they buy into what to what you guys are doing you're not just you know with respect not just like a you know 13 or 16 year old kid or a 17 year old kid with a gopro walking around talking to people yeah because yeah. that's like, we see that come and go so often, but I think, you know, you guys is, is more more legit, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it makes sense,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I really I'm, – I'm enjoying what you guys do, doing. Like, tell me, you, you've sort of kicked off um, in February of 2022. In my view, it's been a quick climb for you guys. I think you've done really well in terms of subs and subscribers, that is, and, yeah. and the, the viewership. But tell us, did you think you'd get to that point so quickly in one year?
1: We actually didn't think we'd get more than fifty people looking at us, and <laughs> no. then that just went from there, didn't it?
2: Yeah, that's it. We generally yeah. started just for our own interest and just to uh, do a few things for the panel van club that we're in and that sort of thing, and it just yep. sort of grew from there. Yep. Um, yeah, we definitely. went with no expectations, which is a good way to go. Mm. Um, yeah. So as things built, you know, we just. Um, Yeah, put more and more effort in, and away we went.
0: Mm, Yeah, yeah. No, I can certainly see that. I mean, it was, yeah, a thousand – I mean, even our our YouTube hasn't hit nowhere near a thousand. Well, we don't – we probably don't push YouTube enough, but, um, yeah, I I think you've done a magnificent job in such a short period of time. Where do you see the entire social media uh, movement in terms of the automotive scene? Like I said, we've seen a lot of guys come and go – like, where do you see yourself in, I guess, in maybe a year or two, in five years' time?
2: Well,
1: hopefully in a bigger, better position than what we are now. Yeah. Um, but um, hopefully it will expand and there'll be more cars that will be out in the scene. Hopefully WA will have a bigger presence out on the um, Australian scene as stage overall mm. um, because we have a lot of people that go to, like, the Summonats and stuff and they all come over here, but we don't have a lot of great people from WA going over there and showcasing their cars either. Um, And we don't really have a big, massive show um, apart from Motivation over here. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've got uh, Max Pinjaro with, like, the state titles and other things like that that happen, but they're not big events like Mm Sumnats. And we don't have that quality, whereas there's a lot of elite cars out there, but Motivation's more for... I think more for burnouts and skids and everything like that, whereas the show car side of it is, is very mo- small, where it yep. used to be massive when Motivation first started, and it was only the burnouts were only a small portion. Mm. Um, and I would love to see that again. I would yep. love to see that back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
0: Yep. It's interesting. I I I agree with you as well. I think. I didn't go to motivation this year to be honest. I, I um I didn't go but I, I think it's turned it's morphed into something into something else. I mean yep. when Perth City Street Machine had it so many years ago, it was a Yes, it was a burnout comp, but it was so many other things as well. It was like a really cool show. Even those early years at Birdswood as well. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I used to go or, to all yeah, all the, time, like the I'm WA born. Yeah, so,
2: yeah, I used to go there all the, the
0: time. The Baghdad Bullet doing burnout. Or, now, yeah. if you look, can you think about like think back about that, that? And you think, did you go to that? Yeah, and Victor. All I remember is Victor Bray hitting the stairs or the seats yeah. at the Birdswood. <laughs> Yeah, and I said to my mate, this will be the last year they ever had it, and it was the last year they ever had it, when <laughs> yeah. Ray belt, belted the sheets. But even <laughs> even the Baghdad bullet, you know, Frank uh, Gaffieri, I think his name is, uh, doing burnouts in the car park at the casino, you know, that's just,
1: you, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: just wouldn't be heard of today. It'd be like, what? What do you mean? I tell yeah. my kids, I said, Frank, right, because ca- it's still a car park to this day. Yeah. So Frank, I was laying burnouts in a truck right here, and I was no joke, like right there. <laughs> yep. Those days are gone. It's just
1: yeah, that's it. I mean, I when you used to go there, like I saw a bloody uh, walking shore mm. doing a burnout yeah. and ripping its whole ass end out. I'm thinking you wouldn't do that in a walking shore now. Yeah, no point. Yeah, you know, it's just too much value there getting ripped apart. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, the scene has changed there as well. You Definitely. know what I mean? Those cars have sort of increased original cars we were just talking about in the podcast earlier about you know originality i think there's more value in keeping cars original now it depends on what they are of course but then it is modifying them heavily so yeah I, I think the scenes i think the scenes changed a bit there
1: it's definitely fluctuated a bit because like even with some of the total original cars now um you can still get decent money with it even if it's not mm. um depending on the car um If it's a Holden, definitely get more money if it's fully original. Mm. Um, But if it's anything else, yeah, you can get more money if it's custom. Yeah, yeah. Like my car's an XC Falcon for a panel van, for example. My car is probably more worth more as a custom than what it would be as an original.
0: That's that's an interesting point you make there. Because I I saw your car at the Northern Steel Show and you're, you're probably right, yes. Yeah, you're probably right. But, yeah, it's it's interesting. That's part of the art of what we do as well, isn't it? Weighing up what's worth modifying and what's not. Yeah. And everyone's right, aren't they? At the end of the day, no, there's no right or wrong answers, I guess. Definitely. Ah, definitely.
2: Uh, yeah. It's a personal opinion. Everyone's car is going to be different and it's going to be built for them. Yeah. They build it for themselves and... Some people don't like it, but, you know, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Mm. It's their
1: ride, isn't it? It's their
2: choice. It's
1: how they want to do it, and that's it. You respect it. If you like it or not, you respect it because the guys put the energy and effort in, or the lady has, and um, they actually done it very well 95% of the time. Sometimes Mm. you look at it and go, okay, well, (laughs) that's a left field one, but, okay, let's look at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 no, agreed, agreed. Agreed. Um, when you're putting together a video or when you're shooting the video, how hard is it for you guys to come up with an edge or something a little bit different? Like, do you take that when you're recording or do you back at editing you try, let's try something different out here?
1: Um, I think it's more we try to find those rare cars that people don't see or we look for what's so special about this car compared to, so when we go to a show, we look at a a VL Commodore, for example, um, like we were at Northern Steel. We looked at it and went, well, there's VL Commodores there all over the place. But there was one VL Commodore that was an SV88. Beautiful car, that one. That yeah. And we filmed that, and it was one of 100 – one of 150, sorry. And that thing was pristine, never molested, never been touched, and that's the kind of stuff that, like, we really try to find. And – We've done that a couple of times with interviews, haven't we? We've gone yeah, out we've and... a we
2: found a few, a few gems and... Yeah, st- yeah, and then
1: all of a sudden they've gone, oh, you, we've got this one back here, you know, and it was like, huh. okay. Like, like, one of the biggest ones we had was uh, Joe. Um, we interviewed Joe about his cars and his family. Is,
0: the, is he the one with the yellow, f- the
2: 55 or the... Uh, Chevy 56, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 50s, yeah. And he's got as a, well bit as a the Cobra, X-Y and the XA... Yeah, all and that. Valiant and the Cortina.
1: Yeah. And the <laughs> we met up with him Cars and Coffee and said we just want to film you about the XC and then next minute he goes, You know, I've got about eight cars at home and we went we're coming over. And that was it. We yeah. went there and we filmed it. We spent what eight hours there? Monday? Oh, we were there all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Filming? Yeah it, yeah. yeah. it was good.
0: It's hard, isn't it? I mean, that's a lot of your time and and his time as well. Yeah his New York, both of you and, and his time, into bringing, you know, his story and his car's stories to, to the greater public, yeah, which yeah. I don't I don't think people understand. Like, so it's eight hours of shooting, or is it 16 to 24 hours of editing? Because um, I've generally times that. by three, don't you? Yeah, yeah
1: there's, there's a lot of definitely editing. Definitely a lot more than that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you may use, you may go through, like, you know, 10 hours of footage... But it may only be you only put out a video that's probably thirty minutes long to, uh, and you may bring it out in three parts in three sessions. So maybe you get an hour and a half out of the whole lot that you shoot, yeah. and the rest of it you it's you can't put it out there because it just you just don't have that viewer retention. Mm. Um, you've got to get it right. You've got to get the length of it right. You've got to find out when to switch off and then move on to the next thing, and we found that YouTube and, and trying to find that niche area, it's it's very difficult to get it right every time because you think you got it right and then they change the goals and you start again and you go, crap, let's start again and do it this way. And, and it, we get it right sometimes. Sometimes we don't. It's
2: Isn't certainly not a, a um, something that you can just say, yep, this is the formula and go because uh, yep. it just, yeah. Some videos will go really well, some videos won't, and you, you won't know why. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's what I was about to ask because I've been doing this for a little while now and, and it's really so hard. It's so hit and miss. It really is. But, you know, you read what YouTube tell you and they try and say keep it under five minutes. Yep. But if you're going to keep it under five minutes, or if you're going to go over five minutes, there's got to be, you know, engagement that whole the whole time. I and, I and I think you're 100% right. I think they changed the goalposts as well. I, I, yep. yeah. yeah. The
2: algorithm changes. And yeah. 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 Um,
1: we were at one stage, we were getting uh, 1,500 sh- every short that we put out there. And then we just went down to 20 views per short. And for a long time there, it just dropped off the radar. We had nothing. And then now we're starting to call back again. It's just the the way the game rolls. Um but there's a lot of technical stuff involved that, and for me and Dan, this is a big learning curve for us because we didn't actually start editing or pick up a camera until we actually, I think it was, what, 2021, like... Uh, Pretty much, at a, yeah. Yeah, an event yep. that we were doing, and we were just filming for the van club, and we went, well, let's do it for ourselves. Never done it anywhere else in our lives, and we just taught ourselves editing taught ourselves how we should do it and then watched a lot of tutorials and just try to get it right and even now and again we just pull our hair out and go what the hell (laughs) it's it's it is
0: i'm glad it's not just me because i I started thinking it was just me Uh, so i'll give you a perfect example of that i haven't told you so we did i did identical videos i dropped one on facebook same video same video And I got, like, literally, like, it was no likes at all. (laughs) No likes at all. And I think it was, like, I don't know, 20 views. Same video I put on YouTube, but I changed the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. I put this big – I say all these videos now with these big stupid arrows. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, so I put – I said, you know what, just for a laugh, (laughs) I'm going to put a stupid arrow there pointing at the car. And I use that bangers. Do you use bangers as your font? Apparently, oh, bangers yeah. is the font to use for YouTube. It's cool. Even I'm learning. So, yeah, you on your own. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Be, I, so, I used bangers. Now, that video got 400 views over at YouTube. Exactly the same video.
1: Yeah.
0: I know that's nothing to write home about. 400 views is nothing. But that was completely organic. Both videos were – one was on Facebook, one was on YouTube. Just had yeah. different thumbnails.
2: Yeah. That's all it takes, really. Yeah. 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 Well – we don't really know what it takes. Well, <laughs> well we're still figuring yeah, it out. Sometimes like you it's try a, new it's things, a, and
1: yeah, the title, it's the thumbnail, it's it's, it's everything that's it all comes together, mm. and you have to get it that perfect package to make it right. Yeah, and sometimes it's just sheer luck. Like yep. one of the best videos we've done was on one of our van members that unfortunately his van caught fire, and we did that, and that was just us showing what happened. Running through it, and then everyone in the van club helping out, and that just went nuts. We we got yeah. twenty one thousand views out of that. Oh one. wow! And but we haven't had that ever again. But I don't. I think it's because people were people saw a van on kept, fire. Yeah, they yeah. kept <laughs> the <Yeah>. by the <laughs> van like, on what's fire. What's going on here? Because yeah. yeah. we got yeah. the footage of that. Yeah. And and
2: but everyone no, likes yeah. a likes a bit of a hard luck story too. You know yeah. what I mean? And we we interviewed Nick about it, and he. Sort of had his words on the situation. So,
0: yeah. if you don't mind me asking, is that Nick Coconos? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's coming here. He's going to be here next week. Yeah, there you go. He's he so told us. Yeah, we can. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'll ask him. But that's um, it, it is, and that, and that's a science that I think there's people that go to university and study all this sort of stuff now, the algorithms and all yep. this. And you know, like you know, like all of us, we you know, you guys work full time. Yep. Work for. This is this in our full-time gig. We just do it for for the love of it more than anything. But it's hard to try and make this work when you're when you're up against an algorithm with that you don't know how it's changing.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's for uh, sure.
0: That was one of the questions that I had for you because I, I uh, we all seem to be fired in the YouTube versus Facebook issues. I've noted that when we link a YouTube video on Facebook, it doesn't rate it at all. So there is there well, is something you, that
1: you're better off uh, actually putting it on YouTube and just putting the link on Facebook. Yeah. So that way it all get Facebook actually likes it and YouTube gives you all the credit for it and it all links together. And at the end of the day, Google overall gives you a higher rating if you have it on multiple platforms. Yep. So that's why we have like TikTok, which we don't have a great deal of views on there all the time. We have ma- average around about 200 views per video uh, that we put up, and they're only short ones. Uh, Instagram we're not that me- big on, but we have it on there. Um, and then we have the Facebook and, and YouTube. Yeah. YouTube's the main one, and then we have our own website. So, yeah. and we put it up on there as well.
0: Yeah, so your v- website's very good, very, very good. It's yep. a very good website. So, I didn't know you did TikTok as well. So, because I know zero about TikTok.
2: Me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's
0: yeah. the what's the? So you said you got to keep it short. Am I right in saying like sub one minute?
1: Oh uh, yeah, definitely. You, if you can keep it under that one minute mark, or. Uh, even if you can if you can get it in for 15 seconds and capture what you need it to capture that's the perfect mark oh, okay right. all right yeah it's tiktok and those kind of shorts are, are built to just do very very short attention span videos mm-hmm. that's it yeah okay and even then not everyone will sit through a 1 minute video mm-hmm. and <laughs> you look at the uh, the, the schedules and Uh, What we've got on the back end of the the analytics, and we'll find that people will halfway through it will go, I'm done, and not even a minute, (laughs) and they're down. Yeah, you know, they just go, No, moving on to the next one because they can just scroll through because there's hundreds of them.
0: So, how hard is it then? Well, like, I mean, when you say that, because we're trying to tap a market that's uh, the market that you, I think you've already tapped is like our age, yep, you know, that sort of late 40s, early 50s. That I think you've done really well there. How hard is it to get like so? My sixteen, my fifteen-year-old son, who's on TikTok and all that, all those platforms. How hard is it to get someone like him, drag him in?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah almost impossible. Yeah, I, <laughs> yep. but, I mean, we don't target uh, the the younger generation cars at the moment, unfortunately. Um, in our, in our videos, we're more that muscle classic kind yep. of style. But then again, we've got a lot of people that are actually at that younger generation that are still watching. So we've got a good, what, 20% of um, our yeah. audience is watching it from that age group. Yeah. And it's still climbing because there's still kids out there that are actually heavily involved and they love that kind of classic yeah. look and yeah. they want to do it. They just want to follow on their father's footsteps.
0: I've never understood the, like, the, the, the guy that just came to WA just recently in the last few days, Logan Paul. Not my kids follow him. The the guys, oh, the yeah. Well, he's yeah. a wrestler, but he's not really. He's not a very good wrestler, I don't think. I, I really don't know a lot about him, but I, I don't understand how someone like him can have twenty four million followers. Yeah. Um, yet the story that you guys are telling is it warrants. It, they're great stories, but a guy that yeah. wrestles and sells energy drinks just doesn't excite yeah. me. You know what I mean. <laughs>
2: It excites excite someone.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but it is, it's a thing. Is is like if we were doing something silly or ridiculous or whatever, our views would probably be even higher than that. Yeah. Um. But because we're doing it about cars, it's not as high. And not only that, if we were in if we were in the Eastern States or even if we were in the U.S. for example, and we were doing the same thing as what we're doing right now, we would be a lot bigger than what we are mm. because the actual market for that is huge Mm -hmm. where over in WA smaller Eastern States is bigger and that's hence why we've got a lot of our audiences is in the Eastern States but we're trying to make sure that the WA audience grows and we get the acknowledgement that's why we're trying to prevent um, sorry not prevent um, present um, car shows what events are coming up where we're going to be what kind of cars are out there Finding all these hidden gems in the woodwork and yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: no, that's it's 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 interesting to say the least and trying to work that all out is 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 an art of its own. Talk us through the YouTube partnership programme.
1: Dan can't answer this one because he doesn't know anything about it. I just (laughs) had to
2: console him when he was banging his head against the wall, trying to figure it all out.
1: (laughs) It's the the program is quite. Once you get there um, and you actually um, get approved, you get your thousand subscribers, and you've done your four thousand, I think, hours of watch time. Four and a half thousand watch time, yeah, yeah. something like that. Once you've done that, then you just basically it's. Pretty much you got to go through the process and, and click everything and make sure that you meet their standards, you meet their requirements. So the first step thing is, you know, applying for it. That takes like 24 hours for them to apply um, to say yes or no if they're going to do it, um, just to initially even look at it. Um, and then you once you've done that, then you have to put an AdSense campaign, um, which is a part of that. Got to get that done. That generally takes around about a week or two to get sorted, sometimes less, depends on the situation at the time. Um, And then the third step, that that, that may take a week or so. Yeah, okay. And then once that's done, then you've got to look at how you're going to monetize your channel. And it's not as simple as, oh, we'll press a button and, you know, you do it. You have to literally work out when you're going to play where you're going to put the ads in front of your videos at the end of the videos or in the middle of the videos and get all that done plus you then also got to watch out for well hang on a minute every time this ad stop starts well my video stops people switch off and go so yeah you got to be mindful of that so we started at first one first first tries by just putting ads on anything and we just went oh well let's have let's run the luck and see how we go And then we realised, hang on a minute, no, we're losing viewers. So we've stopped that now. So on our main interviews, we are actually only putting um, the ads at the start and at the end. And all the way through the video is clear from ads because we don't want anyone interrupting what we're showing them. At the end of the day, that's it.
0: Very interesting. I didn't know. Did you know that? That you, that I, I didn't I did not know you, that you actually choose where the ads go in. There you yeah.
1: go. Yeah. You don't choose what ad there are, but you choose where you where you want to put them in your videos areas. Okay. Yeah. Did you I didn't know that? You I didn't yeah, know I know
0: that. helped uh, Brendan out. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. But yep. Fellow like for of ours, So yeah. yeah. Yep. So the the philosophy is in the middle of the video would not be a great idea because you feel that people would turn.
1: Well, yeah, especially for interviews, I think if people will switch off. If, if it was a, if we were doing a filming a car show, for example, we, and we're not interviewing anyone, uh, we just put the ads where wherever <coughs> it needs to be. We're not worried about it, but we don't want people getting interrupted when we're trying to talk about the car or the background story or things like that, because we've been finding that people just go, "Well, look, no, nah, I, I don't want an ad. I just want to." watch what you want, mm. I want to see what's going on with this car, I want to find out more and and deep dive into that because some of the stuff that we've shown some people, some people are going that doesn't exist and then we've gone yes it does and then we've, we've actually shown them in the video but we've also then backed it up by providing them all the evidence in the description so they can read it and then click the links and go look for themselves and go oh holy crap it does, it does yeah. exist yeah, like, yeah. yeah okay Oh, that's, that's, that's.
0: I should look into that. Oh, we should look at the YouTube. Part- if you help Brendan, you can help me do that. Oh, yeah, I've got in, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, that's your <laughs> next job, Todd. That one, yeah, yeah. YouTube I, partnership I, program. Yeah, right. Tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock. You definitely <laughs> got to get your views and everything <laughs> up before, before you do it. All oh, right, okay. All right. So, yeah, yeah. no, well, maybe maybe why? to be. No, we've got a secret weapon. What's that?
1: A Camry. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> <The> Camry's <laughs> hit and miss. <laughs>
0: I've, I've, this is something that's come into my mind as well and I've often questioned, I've uh, spoken to Todd about it. Have you guys ever considered like a live, like a, a live panel show? Like what we're doing, but live?
2: Um, I you should say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we pretty much just started um, pretty much exactly that um, on a separate YouTube channel. So we're getting together with Raw Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, text at Raw Talk, and um, we want to just present a monthly show that just talks about the upcoming events, events we've been to in the past month. Um, yep. We want it to be quite an informative show um, so that people will tune in to say, Oh, I want to see what's coming up this month. and These yep. guys always do a list of the shows coming up, that sort of thing. But yep. yeah, we also want to get people in on the panel and talk to them and that sort of thing. Mm. So, yep. yeah, so that that is something that we're kind of having a crack at. Yeah, okay. And, and, um, and we so have. We'll have see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. have also like. Sat there and and did a live stream with
1: you know subscribers, um, from time to time.
2: Okay, Um, yep.
1: We did one that uh, just before Christmas and that went quite well. And we're going to do another one very shortly again. And we just get feedback and get to uh, get questions, involvement, and stuff like that. Find out what they want. We're always asking for what you guys want to see on our channel, So Mm. so and everyone wants to know. The rare stuff, the, the stuff that no one knows about, and things like that. So we're always trying to find those, yeah. and, and they're out there. You know, even on Sunday, we found a Monaro that was a pre-production Monaro, and it doesn't have a number on it because it wasn't part of the production list. Oh. Yeah, okay. So, wow. Yeah, so
2: yeah. H, HQ two door as well. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: HQ. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. There's so many stories out there, isn't there? Really, when oh, you there really is. look at it, oh, there's heaps of people have heaps of of stories, and and yeah, it's unearthing that. But yeah, yep. no, that's 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 um great to hear. I yeah, I've often thought we've spoke, we've thrown it around, bandied it yeah. around like a live panel show. I, I don't know, I haven't got my head around it. I, I'm not. We're all pre-recorded, so you know, and then we cut out the bits that we you know yeah. that we don't. We yeah. don't. So I I haven't done it yet, but I've, I've that was one of the questions that I had for you guys. I'm really interested in the incentive or the there's the what you're running down at uh, Pinjara Max. Richie does magnificent show down there. We've had Richie on the podcast before. Richie Howlett, for those that are listening and don't know who we're talking about. Um, so Pinjara Max, tell us about the YouTube corner you've got happening down there.
2: Yeah, we've just got a uh, yeah. few of the other YouTube channels that we're in. Can junction with you know yep. so we thought well we might as well all get together at a show we've got a, a good relationship with richie so we asked him mm. if we could do that and he said yeah yeah no problems at all yeah. so there's about four or five of us on board at the moment we've got um automotive carnage coming down yep. down the shed with byron um raw talk raw talk yeah of course and yep. there's us and bad Cue should be there as well yep. yep, bad Q garage yep yeah and we just thought it was an opportunity to, to get the the cars and stuff that people are seeing on our channels out in the real world, so people could just come and see them for real and have a chat with us and mm. that yeah, sort of thing, you know, just sort of, um, so they could meet us in person, that sort of thing. Yeah, and it yeah. also yeah. promotes
1: that car scene in general in WA, you know, and, and brings more people because they see it on our shows and on their channels, mm. and if we can bring them to that scene on the day, it's even better. So we're trying to promote that as much as we can, yeah. um, and. Both me and Dan are like car lovers as it is, and we've got our own cars, and we're car fans, and we try to get out to any, everything we can. Mm. I think yep. tragics is the word. Yeah,
0: probably <laughs> tragics, yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Well, speak, right on cue, um, I think I've got here, like talk us through your – what got you started in the car scene and then follow on like your current rides now, but what, what got you guys – Daniel from Canberra. Yeah.
2: Was it? Um, did you, you grow up, some up with Summit? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but it was actually a. Um, it was funny. Um, I used to drive to Foster Tung Curry as a kid with my parents to go up and see my dad's uh, parents that lived up there. And we were sitting in Newcastle at the back of Newcastle one day to drive a Reviver. It was about two o'clock in the morning or something, and this green panel van rumbled around the roundabout with the tailgate up and the surfboard sticking out the back. And I just thought, yeah, I really like that. So that was kind of the planting of the seed. I don't know how old I was. I was probably about 12 or something. Yeah. But I um, but always loved the X, Ys as well. And, yep. Um, and also growing up on the farm, Dad was always fixing our own cars and we, so we were always pulling motors out and, and that sort of thing. So I think it was just in me th- from the beginning. But, but yeah, I, I'll always remember that night to go, yeah, that's when I think I fell in love with panel vans and then mm. it was it was all over after that. I had to get a yeah. panel van, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And yourself, Phil?
1: Uh, pretty much, like, My old man was always into cars as well, not to massive details. He was always always fixing them and stuff like that. Um, But then when he was in the Army, he actually had an accident, he went blind. And from there, then he had to make me do some of the work. So from that, I started playing around with the cars with him and fixing them and every time we needed stuff. And that got me hooked. And then it just carried on from there and I just kept the ball rolling and yeah, I just love pulling stuff apart and putting it back together again. Yeah, okay. making it roll down the street and yeah, just, yeah, it's just nothing better. It's relaxing. It's soothing. Sometimes it can be frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but yep. most of the time it's
2: <laughs> it's great. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you go looking for that ten mil socket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone looks for
0: their ten mil socket. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. yeah. Speaking of your own your own car, then talk us through that how to section that you've got going on your YouTube channel. So there was the, the uh, in, the install of a radiator overflow. Yep. Uh, is that something that you got that you guys are going to expand on? Or,
2: well, we've got a couple of projects going. Um, obviously, Phil's working on his van just constantly. I've got the Cortina, mm-hmm. um, so that's the one I'm going to be doing. But. Um, so the how-to stuff's i guess just a bit of fun in the garage like when you figure out something you just go oh yeah might as well just um show what i've learned sort of thing yeah, or yeah. something simple but um yeah we'll be getting a bit more deeper into into things i mean uh phil did the v8 conversion on the mm-hmm. xc uh, yep. late last year so that was a pretty big one yeah and um yeah the cortina's getting a whole heap of goodies so yeah, that's definitely. um yeah i want to sort of build that up for some roll racing and some drag racing and that sort of thing
0: well talk us through the cortina while while we're here then. I'm I'm not familiar with that. That your your Cortina?
2: Yeah, well, it's actually my wife's Cortina. Yeah. Uh, funnily enough. Right. T. Yeah, it's a TE, TE yeah, Yep. Uh, Seventy nine. So I bought it for her to drive to uni when she was doing her law degree. I won't say how long ago because it would be embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But uh, but yeah, it was just a blue bomb that we pulled out of my mate's backyard, and um, yeah, we had to replace the door and guard on it and that was bright orange because they were the only parts I could get at the time so it was a blue car with bright orange panels on it so it was Mm. a bit of of a bomb but uh, I had a little 200 motor in it at the time so we quickly rebuilt it and um, yeah, it did her for the three years of going to uni and then after that she had the choice to get rid of it and get a little buzz box or to, to do something with it so she decided no 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 let's paint it let's all do it. Uh, at the time I had my own trim shop in Canberra so yep. and right next door was a mate of mine I grew up in the suburbs with so he was running a paint shop. So between the two of us, we um, we bartered with each other and we, yep. we helped each other out and built some cool cars and Cortina was one of them. So mm. she picked the colours, it got painted up hot our screen and we did um, full trim and everything in it. Yep. And then we drove it around for ages, did the summernats a few times in it. And then it got a 200 stroker engine after that and that was pretty good Mm. and then it came over we came over here and it pretty much sat in the shed for about seven years untouched yep so i thought i've got to get it out and anyway the more i started playing with it the less the wife wants to drive it because i put nitrous on it and and a few other things and took it down the drag strip and i had a bit of fun with it and um yeah of course it didn't go fast enough and blew the (laughs) head gasket so now we're we're going to the next stage so now it's getting a a turbo and uh, oh wow Fuel injection system. I've just got a nice ignition system for it. So yeah. convert it to coil packs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Got a Haltech uh, twenty five hundred to run it all. Um, still got the nitrous there, so that'll be run back into it. It's got all the sensors and everything, so it'll be just a nice tunable little fun car. Hopefully, they're nice and light, so um, yeah, so it should go well. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome! Awesome.
0: Now uh, you've got also the H. The, the panel a, band. Yeah, I've got a WB panel WB, band as that's well. right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
2: But and I've also an got HQ. another one. Yeah, I've also got another one hiding around the corner. It's a HQ that I bought when I was 18. Okay. Um, I've managed to hold on to it for all these years. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I took it off the road in 2001 um, to do some work to it, and it stayed off the road ever since. Yeah. <laughs> <So, laughs> you know, traveling and buying houses and all that kind of stuff puts the handbrake on those things. Mm. Um, yeah. But I've really just waited and. Till probably a bit later in life where I've got a better budget to do that one. So, yeah. So that's uh, the next one on the chopping block. As I'm playing with the Cortina to make it go fast and have a bit of fun, mm. and then I'll I'll build that up as a show car.
0: Oh wow! No, yeah. oh, that's that's. I like the uh, the WB as well because that's got the, yeah. the, the the unique front end that that one. The not, yeah, not it's got the tradie front end. Yeah, the, the, the tradie. That's right. There, yeah. Yes. So it's it's yeah. um. It's probably I'm, rarer than the square headlight. Yeah, front end, now isn't it?
2: I've had people ask me what the hell is it, and yeah. I've also had some guy come up and said, "I love the custom front end you've got on this," and I'm like, uh, "Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's certainly not custom." But, yeah. but uh, you don't see them with that no. the
0: trade the trady front. I remember talking to you at the at the show about that because you don't see many like that anymore. There, uh, and the ones that were probably got changed to the square headlight WB front end yeah, anyway.
2: Have, yeah, because that was definitely the more popular. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's very rare that that front end. Yeah, I think I've gone.
2: seen one other since I've been in Perth, and that was still painted the original factory silver because they all came out that silver. That did, cover, <laughs> yeah. Right? That's yeah, yes. And the bumper bars were painted and everything, so yeah. there's no chrome on mine, but I just painted it all black. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, yeah. it looks cool. I like it. I like it. And Phil, talk us through, you. I did see your XC that day as well. Talk us through that.
1: Yeah, the XC was um, basically got that project after I sold my Sandman because I had a uh, HX Sandman that was all original numbers matching and it was an original six cylinder Sandman it was, you couldn't touch it because it was just pristine and it had all been rebuilt and we we put about I think I put about 90 grand into that car and and got it done um, to get it to where it needed to be and it was a nice car and it was perfect in every way but it was getting harder and harder for me to drive because eggs plays up every now and again. So I just went, oh, well, time to sell it on. And the right offer came at the right time and mm. end up moving that on for a good chunk of change. So mm. got rid of that and then I went, well, I still want to be involved in the van club and I still want to be involved in that scene. So what am I going to get next? And looked around at Holden's and Fords and tried to find a Valiant and, and all sorts of other kind of cars. At the end, I end up finding this a couple of XC's over in the eastern states, and okay. this was probably the better out of the three of them or four of them I looked at. Um, some of them, like you can put your fist through the actual roof, and mm-hmm. they were going, "Oh no, no, it's just a little bit of rust." It's like, no, <laughs> you put your <laughs> fist through the roof—that's a lot. Yeah, you it know, is kind yeah. of thing. Uh, whereas my XC's got hardly any. Um, it's pretty straightforward. It doesn't look the prettiest at the moment, but it's straightforward. But it's it's a numbers-matching car um, when I got it. And I've still got the numbers-matching six at the moment, even though I've taken it out. Mm. But the whole idea of that car was to change that from being um, my personal car to be more of a Aussie Garage promo car. Oh, yeah. Yep. So we're going to change that up and um, make it so when we rock up to a show, it represents what we do. We're going to have... Um, projector in the back of the van come down so we can show uh, videos when we're at the shows yep and it can play on a loop and things like that and then it'll just retract up into the ceiling so no one knows it's even there yeah um gonna fix up all the interior and and then we'll do the outside eventually and yep. we'll keep working on it until it gets to the point where it looks good and we can roll out to shows and it's going to be perfect was
0: it my my imagination? Did that have the Windsor the the EFI Windsor in it? No, no it
1: just had it the three o two yeah three o two Cleveland. Yep, um, got that out of a F one hundred. that had just been rebuilt, probably five thousand k's before that, um, and we dropped it in there. It's got a C four with a shift kit in it. Mm. Still got the Borg Warner original standard diff in it, stuff like that. Um, yeah, the seats are going to get redone, but <laughs> I got a trimmer, <laughs> daughter, so um, he's doing the whole lot for us in nice uh, leather and everything else. Mm. Uh, it's going to look perfect.
0: Yeah, no, no, beautiful. No, they are nice. You guys are obviously into the van scene. It's yep. it's a little yep. bit unique, isn't it? I mean, it's not it's not not for everyone, but I yep. I like. You know, you, I think once you've like the Sandman's really kicked it off, I guess for the for the whole scene, uh, many many years ago, and yeah. they've sort of gained popularity again. I think in recent years,
2: yeah. they're definitely and starting to come back again. You know? yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Because they're so rare. That's that's uh, well, that all pa- all panel vans of all. They're just forget Sandmans like yours, yours. It's like you just don't see them anymore. So I no. think that's what the the beauty is. That's what. They're kind of back in vogue again, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah. trying to get a, uh, a Chrysler drifter is like oh. pulling your teeth out. <laughs> yeah, <Like> yeah. People <laughs> are chasing those things all over the place and they can't get them. Yeah. Has
0: Clint still got his, Clint Ford? Has he, Clint, Clint, he's a sure. uh, nighttime car cruiser. Is he probably listening? Message us, Clint. His, his is a beautiful <laughs> one, actually. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, we haven't seen that one. No.
0: Clint uh, Ford from nighttime car cruisers. I don't know if he still has his. A beautiful, beautiful example of a drifter, yeah. his one. Yep. Um, I know you can't give too much away, but can you tell us your favourite car event in WA? Like, which is the one you enjoy, or you like when when you set when you sit down together, you think, right, Phil, Dan, well, we we definitely have to go to this event. What what would be your number one event in in WA?
2: Well, WA. for different reasons, there'd be a couple of yeah. events. So I uh, I don't know if I could pin one down. Yeah, um, we go up to Dongra every year for the Dongra Sprint. And that's just a fantastic weekend away, great <laughs> yeah. show. You know, we yeah. just love get, getting up there, so that's a really good one. Yeah, it's yeah. It, a good cruise. It's a good cruise going up. Yeah, out there. I mean, it's a good drive up there. You know, it's a three and a half hour, four hour drive up there, or whatever yeah. it is.
0: Yeah. That yeah. that is has to be one of the most underrated events. I actually haven't been, but everyone that talks to me about that one. Tells me how great that one is. It's awesome. Yeah, mm. it's
1: just it's right on the water. It's just perfect. You just you're camping there, all, camping or all, got one of those uh, chalets like we had. Yeah, and um, yeah, you're just there for the whole weekend, just chilling and you do whatever you want. And then you got the show on Sunday and mm. drive back s- Monday morning, and that's it.
0: That's April,
1: is that right? Nah, that right? it's uh, late oh. in, later in the year. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's later September or something. I think it is September. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, very underrated. Not many people know about it. I don't know if it's that yeah. heavily promoted. I know in Geraldton because I go up to Geraldton a lot for work. I know it's heavily promoted up there. So a lot of people from Geraldton come down to Dongara because yeah, it's yeah. only 70k, 45 minutes away. Yeah. So it's it's great. And if, if people that are listening, head to head to that show because yeah, you, I, you probably won't do you get accommodation in Dongera, do you? Yeah, yeah.
1: You have to, oh, so you we, have to book it a we year in advance.
2: A Not year uh, in the sea spray, yeah. <laughs> do you normal. get
0: that? That's that's really nice there. The sea spray,
2: oh, uh, it's the big four yeah. caravan parkway, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh,
1: something like that. Yeah. But you do have to book a year in advance, and yeah, but otherwise, apart from that, I think, yeah, it's, it's a great show, and yeah. yeah, I suppose. But I suppose my favorite one would probably be I like the state titles, yeah, because you've got all panel vans and utes in one place on one day. And you can see all the different variants of what people got inside the cars and their, how they've done the interiors and what they've done with murals and all sorts of things on the car. I
2: like that.
0: You have to forgive me for asking, but is that augering in again with Max this year? Yes, yes. it is. Okay, so, right, okay. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. yeah that's the other
2: great thing. you got Max right next to it. So you're all yeah. on the same oval. So it's not just panel vans. Yes. Mm. Um, alongside another very good car show. It yeah. is.
0: It's good that yeah. they have those two together. I just wasn't sure if they were doing it again this year. And yeah. I know. Yeah, so you know, it's on
1: the um, 2nd of April um, at Sir Ross
2: McLarty. Sir Ross McLarty.
1: Yeah, Oval in Pinjara. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a great event. And we're. Hoping to get a lot more um, attraction this year because not only this year, we've actually included a lot more uh, variety and a lot more classification. So we've got everything from modern vans to big vans, small vans, uh, also modern youths, uh, we've got um, old youths, you know, everything. Mm. So anything from that age from day dot to now. Yep we're trying to cover in a panel of any, u- or of any description. Mm, yep,
0: yep. Yeah, no, looking forward to that. Now, for our listeners that are listening, that is not Easter weekend. Previously, it has clashed with Easter weekend yeah, or has. was on the Easter yeah, week, but this, yeah, it's the week before Easter. Before, yeah. So that's good news. There's yeah. really no excuse not to get down there.
2: Yeah.
0: It's been, um, yeah, I should try and get down there and support Richie as well. I know Richie's a great guy and, um, you know, friend of the podcast and uh, we should try and get down there as well. Yeah, it's you just a a great take a trip down to the there's day. There's heaps
1: of things to do. This year they're bringing back the uh, dyno testing um, challenge this yep. year as well, so that should be good. I mean, last year we had 50 panel vans and utes there uh, all on display, and it was it was perfect. And you saw some rare ones that you just don't ever see very often. Sundown as that, you know, come out of the woodwork. Um, original Sandmans at all numbers matching. Mm-hmm. It's just great. Yeah.
0: The locals down there as well. There's a lot of there's a lot of nice cars down Runa, uh, Harvey, or yeah, the yeah. Dead Mandra of course yep. dwelling up tucked yeah. away that come out of that because there's 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 some really nice cars down that neck of the woods. Oh yeah, definitely, so definitely.
2: Uh yeah. we we're finding cars everywhere. Everywhere yeah. we go when you start scratching, you know, and people get the idea of what you're there for, you know. We went out to uh Coolin and Corrigan last year. And yeah, that was awesome. Um, oh, man, did we find some cars out there? I know, saw your no videos. I love there. that, <laughs>
0: yeah, because I have have had family in
1: Coolin, So yeah, for me, I'm like, you're in Coolin. Actually, a guest of ours yeah. on the show, uh, Jared is from Coolin. Yep. And yeah, every time someone says Coolin, I'm like, I know where you
0: guys are. I don't know who that guy is, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It was great to get out into the country. I mean, country people look at life so differently to, to city folk. Like, when we're talking to them about their cars, they've... Yep. You know, they talk about tyres, you know, the best tyres for going long distances and <laughs> they've all got bull bars cars, because yeah. of the kangaroos and all the rest of it, you know what I mean? So they just build their cars still really beautifully but just differently to yeah. the city definitely. cars. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. you know,
1: we uncovered some really good ones while we were there. I mean, we were yeah. only there for like a, a day really and then we came back the next day. But while we were there, one of the guys goes, well, hey, come back down here next year or any time you want we'll make sure there'll be 60, 70, 80 cars on the oval ready to go for you to interview. And <laughs> we'll put on a, a big smoker, one of the guys. Built yeah, he's a smoker. I yeah, saw that. Yeah. 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 yeah like it's a massive and a awesome. And he goes, yeah, we'll just fire it up and get yeah. ready to party. And I went, okay, yeah. sounds good.
2: Apparently there's a guy out there with uh, one of every Holden ever built.
1: Yeah, something like that. One yeah. of every
2: model. And then there was another bunch of blokes out there that have a heap of ESPs or something hiding out on their property too, just yeah, sheds sure, full of yeah. old ESPs and stuff, you know, so there's <laughs> lots of stuff out there that no one would really know that's there, I yeah, reckon, until you yeah. actually started having a look and talking to people and getting yeah. into locals and you know, finding out just what's around, there's heaps of stuff we're finding. Yeah. Isn't
0: that's it funny, sure. you know, years ago, I've been working in agriculture all my life, and when I first started out, people used to say to me, when you're out in the bush, look out for there's yeah. these old cars out there, and they don't know how much they're worth. Yep. Dr- oh, yeah. Try and get one; you're dreaming. They don't know how much. Of yeah, course, yeah. they know they how much now. they're worth, <laughs> <laughs> they much they, and them. they're smarter than us. They, yeah. Of course, yeah. they know how. They haven't sold them. They, they, uh, that yeah. that is a major fallacy. I yeah. tell everyone that says that yeah. to me. Did you find a barn find? I said, yeah, they're probably. They, I've seen many cars, <laughs> but yeah. I said they're not going to be selling that. You nah, know, no, it's yeah, like yeah. those days were I don't think they ever existed. To be honest with you. Like well, bummed. they
2: did. Like, I mean, I remember my uncle um, is in the central west of New South Wales, and 20 years ago, there were people heading out there with um, car carriers, basically, and just going around the farms and seeing what they could get on the back, of, and then take it back to Sydney or something. Yeah, or flip them, yeah. You know? but, um, um, but that yeah. was back in the day when you could pick them up cheaper. Yeah. You know, like, because people, it hadn't really kicked off back then. You know, the whole mad pricing. But it, you yeah. know, DJ
1: from Automotive Carnage, he's still doing it now. He's going out. He found like a pacer in a creek bed, and he's he's Rebuilding it, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and they're still there and they're still out there, but yeah, uh, but the
2: DJ does get off the beaten track. He does. <laughs>
1: <rolling>. You <laughs> have really to get off the track. beaten track <laughs> yeah. as well.
0: Like if you stay on like Brand Highway or Grindin <laughs> Ocean Road, yeah, you're, gonna, you, yeah, you're going to see the one in the shed, but you know, so do a thousand other people that are driving past every day. Yeah, you've <sighs> got to go off, off, off road, off the track, and, yeah. and really uh, get dig deep in. Well, DJ
2: goes for sure. Many many hundreds of kilometers off the road, and he's yeah. he's out in the middle of WA to start with. He's nowhere near yeah. civilization. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was on a farm just the other day. Listen, this. <laughs> I was on a farm the other day, and there was an EA Fairmont gear that caught yeah. my eye. I'm not a I'm a Ford man, but the EA doesn't so, But I couldn't tell. It was it was in a paddock far away. Yeah, and I said, is that EA or EB? He goes, that's EA. And I said, oh, I said oh, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> if it was EB, I might have had a you know a bit of a crack. Oh, but it's not for sale. Yeah. no no we're keeping that. And that's an EA.
2: Yeah it's amazing what's becoming classic oh, now isn't <laughs> an <it>? EA. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it was left outside too. This wasn't in a barn. So yeah, yeah it was um it's just yeah it's the, it's
1: yeah. the amount of people that we also meet they go nah. It's there, I'm going to do it up one day. It's been rusting in the yard for like God knows how many years and yeah. they're just going, I'm going to do it up one day and and you look at it and go, no, that that should be back on the road. Like someone get it back on the road, hurry up
2: about it, you know. It's like it's awesome. Yeah, I was, there was a whole uh, little town called Peak Hill um, near Parks and um, it had a massive yard full of old American cars and this guy wouldn't sell anything. His sons were going to do them all up one day and... In the end, he died and the Scrappies came in, took the lot. Oh. You know, and by then it had been sitting there outside in the weather for... I mean, Central West New South Wales isn't too bad for rust. But yeah. um, but credit to the Scrappy, he looked, lined them all up and sold them all off to people. So yeah. they did get out there in the end. But, yeah, they were probably a lot worse for wear than what they would have been when they parked them there. Mm.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. When you, when you were at a car show, like, w- what... <laughs> I guess. I guess. How do you fit in with the promoters? Like, do you tell them in advance you're coming, or you just?
1: No, we just rock up. Yeah. Yep. You know, it, it, the car shows on. Everyone's yeah ready to go. So we just
2: yeah, it's a public venue. So mm. Yeah. We just
1: oh no, I'm there, just, we just, just saying, but like,
0: and, yeah. yeah. Have you ever had the inclination then to 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 run your own show or do your own don't own event?
1: Well, maybe later on down the track, but there's there's a lot involved in that at the moment, and um, for us, we just. Unfortunately, I don't think we have the time to actually do it.
2: No, not not at the moment. Not yeah.
0: Time, yep. yeah. It's hard because I, I, we've spoken about it numerous times, like doing our own car show as well. And I think yeah. to myself, yeah, we can. But like, A, we're going to start competing like just about every weekend except for June, July and August really here. Yeah. Just about every weekend is some sort of car show or something going on. Yeah. Classic cars and coffee now is monthly, you know what I mean? Custom cars and coffees is almost monthly as well. Yeah. It's really hard to fit in with someone else. Like, you don't want to overlap with their show, but it is it is difficult. We've toyed with the idea, but, mm. you know, again, we've come to the same yeah. same conclusion. A, probably lack of time, but B, also, Yeah, I think let's just stick to what we're doing and we'll do, you know, we'll do this. Yeah. And,
1: and, and I think, like, with the... Um, the C4C that's just come in too, that's made a massive difference because now there's all these clubs that have now formed on that basis and they're massive clubs now and they've come out of that because people want that C4C. So now they're having events. So you now on one weekend, you may have five or six events to go to on one weekend and we just look at it and go, well, we can't get to every single event. As much as we want to film every single event... We just can't.
2: Yeah, we're just you're definitely finish, spoiled for choice at this time of year, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: through That's the warmer it. months. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I I echo the same sentiments that you just said. Then I mean, I run I run a car club as well, born out of C for C, and we we run events monthly, and we're often clashing. We did one last weekend. Didn't realize. not we didn't realize, but. I thought motivation might have gone back to January weekend, but it didn't. Yeah. So we clashed with motivation. We clashed with the Bathurst 12-hour. Yeah. Uh, we clashed – a lot of our members are Italian, so they were making sauce that weekend as well, yeah. like <laughs> I normally do. Yeah. We just clashed with so many things. And, yep. yeah, in the end, we didn't get very good turnout at all. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's hard. And that's why I say to these guys, I think maybe just leave the, the car shows to, to, to people that do car shows.
1: I mean, I would love to see WA have a an event like what they do over in eastern states like the Motor X event or something like Mimic, the Schema event in, that the US has and have all the tradespeople there, all the suppliers there showing off their wares and what they've got to offer everyone and all having all the, the best of the best engineered cars on display and that is it. and It would be a yeah. great event like in a... We need a show car show. Yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. And just have that and then have everyone come in there and also have stuff like they do at like Schema where you can trial out trying to put seats in or trial out putting motors together or put stereos in or something like that where suppliers are actually donating their time and they're helping car builders do that. But we don't have any of that. Mm. Um, yeah. We barely get suppliers out because it's just half the time it's not worth their while. Um, They're out there all day and they're losing business from the shop where (laughs) they could be there, whereas if we had something that was big enough that was warranted that they could actually make money there as well as make money at the shop, Mm. that would be awesome to have in WA.
2: Yeah. Well, it was good to see that motivation this year. Respares were back. Yeah, that was good. Persons were there. I'm not sure who else was there. they're the only two big ones I think that were there but um, at least they were there and they're wanting to support the show and they yep. they all said to us that they're just trying to get back into the scene just to see how it goes for them yep. so if uh, we can support their businesses while they're at the shows then they'll support more shows hopefully oh and
1: uh, NGK was there too with their yeah that's right NGK, over yeah. There and, that, and that was they pretty much every or everyone with spark plugs that weekend. And and also, um, Burson's had parts going out the shelf because everyone was blowing parts out there on their cars doing burnouts. Mm. So... Well, it's one th- thing
2: with the driving event, isn't it? You know, because yeah. Motivation's very be- become very much a driver's event, a bit like the Summonats. You know, they've got Skid Row yep. now, they've got cruising up and down the drag strip, all that kind of thing. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, things are bound to break and go wrong. So, yeah.
0: It, you make an interesting point about rare spares. I've, I've noticed that as well. Like, they're a supporter of our car club too, so they have a, a car club scheme as well. Yep. So yep. members of car clubs get discounts as well. They've been extremely helpful. I don't know if it coincided with the ownership of Repco, since Repco, sorry, Global Parts Group, yep. or Global Parts Company, sorry, bought them. Yeah. I don't know if it's all tied in together because they're all they're all one big company now, but yeah. it seemed to be that they are. Look, Aaron! Shout out to Aaron here at Rare Spares in Aussie Park. Aaron and Jason, by yeah. the way, yeah. awesome guys. They do a magnificent job, and Aaron will bend over backwards for anyone. You know, oh for sure. Um, yeah. You know, like even if they haven't got a part coming in or if their parts coming in, he puts it aside. You know, and you go there on Saturday morning, pick it up. He does that all the time, so
2: probably shouldn't advertise that too much. No, that's, <laughs> that's a pretty good thing. Well, apparently the, yeah. one of the new things they're doing now is you can actually order your rare spares parts through Repco stores yeah, now. Can yeah, have yeah. You to yeah. it to your Repco store. Yeah.
0: yeah. So Repco now all have access to the rare spares inventory. Yeah, and whole, so the they, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when you go into your Repco store, you give them the rare spares part number, yep, yeah, they've got it there. This one's sitting in Shepherd's and away they go. So, yeah, a yeah, lot's changed there. And it's noticeable that rare spares are well, – I shouldn't say that, but they, they have – Change their way, their method of marketing, I guess.
1: Well, even Repco, Repco was off the scene for ages. weren't doing any sponsorship for any car club through our WA at all, Mm -hmm. and then they've realised, hang on a minute, we've got a massive hole here, and people are wanting it, and they're not getting any representation in that scene. Mm
2: -hmm. And now,
1: like they now they're sponsoring Northern Steel, um, and they've only just signed that up. I think it was in January, just before that event. And so now they're starting to get back into the scene where they're going to support car clubs around WA and are looking for, uh, actively looking for car clubs to go, what can we do for you? Mm. So if you're a car club, then you've got to go hit them up. Yeah. Um, but I think the store has only got limited what they can do. They can only give out, like, a bucket of cleaning goods or something like that. Yeah. But if you go to the corporate, well, then they've
2: got more options for
0: mm, Yeah, yeah. No, that's certainly very helpful, Repco, team at Repco. Hello, yeah. shout-out to Repco. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, uh, we're getting there. But so if you do
1: need parts, and this is a shout-out to the uh, radio station as well, yeah. Repco Allenbrook.
0: I've got a friend that works there and it's very helpful. So uh, they're, they're all very, the Repco stores are all very helpful. Yeah, they all yeah. are. Yeah. So. Yep, yep. So, yep. I mean, as YouTubers, as podcasters, I guess we've all got to be sort of singing from the same hymn, uh, hymn page, don't we? So, yeah. you know, yeah, for sure. they, yeah. they're, they're important vendors for us as well. Um, we don't have any. Should put it out there, we don't have any sponsorship agreement with these companies,
2: but yet <laughs> but <laughs> they, they that certainly that help. But I
0: know they certainly help the scene, let's put yeah. it that
2: way. So, yeah, yeah, we just thought it was great to see them back out uh in the scene again at the shows, um yeah. selling their wares, doing their thing, and talking to people. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah, huge.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, I think Bursons are part of the same group, aren't they? Good GPC, I'm pretty sure Bursons are GPC as well.
2: I'm not sure, I mean, yeah. we played, yeah. I'd need to
0: probably check that, but yeah. um, I think they're part of. They're all part of the same family now.
2: Yeah. Look, Burson seem to be sponsoring a few things around Australia, so they seem to be keen on on getting into that side of things. Mm. Which yeah, is good. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. yeah. It's it's a big business, car parts. It's it's. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. What's next for you guys?
1: Well, I think more than anything, we're trying to really hone on what we do as far as our video skills and um, get it right, mm. um, but we're also actively chasing people that have got collections and rare cars, um, not just the everyday kind of car as well, um, which are great. and We love interviewing them and we'll interview anyone, um, but the rare ones and the uh, uh, diamonds in the rough, so to speak. Uh, yeah, yeah. Things like, like um,
2: that. Phase five, we came across down yeah, at Serbian club like that day. Yeah. That was really interesting, you know. And it was just, we'd n- I'd never seen one before. I didn't even know phase five existed, you know. So, so there was an XD,
0: wasn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one in WA. Yeah, think yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, There's one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rare yeah. as anything, you know. And like I didn't even know it existed. So that was
0: at the Serbian club, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Was, yeah, right.
1: we had. A, 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 I think it was uh, the Shannon's Southern Coffee. Oh yeah. Yeah and um, you know even at uh, the Jindalup festival there was a uh, minara convertible um, Oh, the V yeah, S. Uh, no, oh, i VN. saw that yeah. yes yeah. yeah yeah
0: that's that's a that's that's that's
1: That was 101 and no one realised they existed and it did, it existed.
2: And that video got a lot of attention, even if people were saying how terrible it looked and (laughs) how it never should have been built. But
0: the key to that video, I think, was also, you know what got my attention? A, I'd seen the car, uh, Classic Cars and Coffee, but also was the thumbnail as well that you used for that video. I found it quite, I said, oh, I've got to check that one out. That's quite attractive to me. And even in saying that, that SV88, I, I love that. I, I only, the only reason why I love that car is I grew up around the corner from one yep. in the late eighties, early nineties. Yep. Yep. You know what? I've never seen it since. Until I'm not. I'm not saying that was the car, but yeah,
2: yep.
0: Till that day at Northern Steel, yeah. I hadn't and that's seen
1: why that when since. we do find stuff like that, when we do do the video, we generally like put a big description about the car, mm. and we try to give as many facts that we can find out about the car and we also then do background checks to find out, well, hang on a minute, let's find some specs on this so we can actually put that up as well so people can go have a look for themselves. So people can go, well, nah, this didn't happen and you go look at it and they go, yeah, it did and you show them and then they go, wow, wouldn't have guessed it, you Mm. know.
2: And it's all very well documented. Um, Yeah. yeah. It just slipped through the cracks, you know, it was uh, the first HSV ever built, well, the, m- the amount of After, people After uh, um, Peter Brock split from Holden. Yeah. Yeah. Went from HDT stuff to HSV, yeah. and that was the first one they did, so... Yeah. The,
1: the amount of people that we had argument, I had arguments with at a car shows because my Sandman was a six. The amount of people that argued with me that Sandmans didn't come out in a six-cylinder were adamant that, no way, they all coming out in V8s, and you showed them the documents, and they just went, no nah, <laughs> you made this up. And it's like, no, no, they came out, <laughs> and it's like...
0: Question yeah. without notice, does that make the car – do you think that makes the car more valuable?
1: Well, yeah, because most people that had 6s yeah. ripped them Turned out and
0: put the V8s them. in exactly. yeah, so that's right. that's
1: Yeah, There's yep. very few of them left.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of people say about X-Ys and X-Ws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most yeah. have been changed into V8s. <laughs> yeah. Or GTs.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, there's <laughs> more GTs on the road than were we produced. That's right. It, that's right.
0: And yeah, three. yeah, but yeah, no. I think we, when you mentioned that before your Sandman was a six, I did know that there was there were six cylinders as well. Yep. But in the back of my head, I said, "Geez, that that that's probably more valuable." Well, apparently
1: a, now it's uh, it's got a nice home on a twenty five million dollars showroom floor, just sitting there, um, and he uses it when he wants to. Yeah, I see, wow. Yeah. So, um, hey, it's gone to a good home mm, and yeah, yeah. get looked after. So I'm happy with that.
0: But that's yeah, that's you. Yeah, you've proved my point because I I, I I do I think there's more value in the ones that got that weren't converted. Yeah. And yeah, it's funny. It's a it's a funny world we live in. But that's
2: uh, that's how it rolls. Yeah, yeah. I actually think it would have had to have been ordered with a six cylinder, wouldn't it?
1: No, no. They come out. They did come out standard, but the dealers had the options of changing them out. I oh, gotcha. And then they put it out. But you could order a, a standard six yep. as a Yeah. And yeah, even, I think, uh, even right up to the um, HZs, the HZs were, you had to, uh, HZs, I think you had to order this uh, six cylinders. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But otherwise, up until then, it was, that was the, you can get them in both. Yeah. yeah. So
0: was that two, or two?
1: Yeah, two, or two. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did um, make it a bit more um, beefier. We blueprinted it and we yeah. we made it into like a SU, um, um, XU1, yeah. uh, Tirana type setup. And the engine bay Still numbers matching car But we just boosted it up Gave it more performance And made it a run And she used to go well yeah. There was no problem with her at all She used to suck the juice though Like every time I went out <laughs> I had to fill her up <laughs> So yeah, Pretty much had to have a fuel tank behind <laughs> me As I went out huh. <laughs>
0: No, it's look. I mean, that's a magnificent story. I like I like hearing stuff like that. And I, you know what? I'm gonna to have to dig up. So the phase five, you got a video? I didn't. I missed that one.
2: Yeah, the, yeah. it's it's there somewhere. It'll be back probably mid last year sometime.
1: Yeah, something like that. And yeah. we, I mean, we didn't get to do a uh, a full interview with the guy because he just didn't want to talk to us at the time. Um, but we got information about it, yeah. and we looked at it, and we we found out some history behind it, and we researched it and put it up there. So yeah.
0: It's hard, eh? When, especially when you're at a car show. Like I think, you know, can be not intimidating, but it can be hard going up to someone and saying, "Hey, do you want to talk about your car?" Because some yeah. people are like, "Yeah, oh, definitely, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 A bit shy. I know, like your friend there was very, very shy, um, Anthony. Yeah, Anthony? yeah. Anthony? yeah. And, yeah. And, and, but in the end, you got you got through to him. You got you, you managed to speak with him as well.
2: Well, E-H, pretty H- pretty much,
1: th- Yeah, yeah. We pretty much make it try to make it relaxed as possible, and we don't really. Make it stiff and starchy.
2: Uh, Our our unprofessionalism, I think, puts people at ease. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, it is. I mean, we don't want to be too professional, do we? I mean, at (laughs) the end of the day, it's not. We're not talking about like you know blue chip shares, or you know, we're not talking about you know neuroscience here. Yeah, exactly. We want to keep it. We just want to
2: talk (laughs) cars. That's
1: That's it. That's right. Get the stories out. We try. We generally keep it quite raw, don't we? When we're talking about stuff, and every now and again, a swear word or something falls out well who cares we're talking (laughs) about cars you know kind of thing but um, at the end of the day it's been great for us and and most people are receptive you start talking to them and they go it wasn't so bad after all I thought it was going to be bad and I went no no and he goes no it's easy talking to you guys yeah Yeah.
0: that's what yeah and that's the key I mean but you're sorry it's, it's part of your, your charisma, I guess, as well. Like I, I don't mean, have yeah. any of that, so I don't... <laughs> <wait>. No, no, <laughs> but you, you say you don't, but you do, because at the end of the day, because people wouldn't talk to you if you didn't, so well, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, here we are, we're, uh, we've gone well over an hour, and, you know, you probably didn't think this would go anywhere near that long, but that's, no. that's just... It's just what happens. Yeah. You start talking about cars, and, and yeah. we just end up going...
1: Oh, when we first started, Dave, like every interview we did was, like, it took us, like... Hours like to try and get the questions out of it because we had to stop because we kept on forgetting what we were trying to ask them. Yeah. <laughs> now we just do it in one take. Sometimes. Yeah, it's it
0: just. But it's natural now for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. I can see that when I watch your videos, I can see it's natural it comes yeah. out of you because you're comfortable with. You're gonna be also comfortable with cars as well. Like you have to have. This is where I mean I'm not so good because if it's a Holden I'm I'm okay, but like talk about like the cars that he's into EVOs yeah. and JDM scene. No idea, no idea. You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. So you've got to like, you know, you you guys have got to be experts in Chrysler, Ford, Holden, um, and, and and you know American cars as well.
1: Well, I think you you also have to be, you have to listen too, because I think that's Definitely, the key. Yeah. Because we don't know everything; we make mistakes sometimes too. Like we've put up a couple of cars, and someone's corrected us and going, "No, that's not a no, that's not an XE. That's a." The something or, other, or something yeah, yeah, like whatever that, it was. we've gone, <laughs> okay, cool, not drama, tell us a bit more. Mm. And we're always being willing to learn a bit more about Yeah. That. So when the owners are speaking to us and they're telling us about the car, then we go find out a bit more mm. as well because we go, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. even know that happened. They're like, You know, there's so many cars out there that no one knew existed, and, and we're, like, stumbling over cars every time we l- – research another car. Pretty
2: much, yeah. And we're finding all sorts of things that we didn't know. Yeah,
1: like so many rare Blader-Naros and, and concept cars and all sorts of things that yeah. no one knew existed and we're going, okay, well, awesome. Like, where can we find them? Yeah.
0: <laughs> where can you find them? And the beauty about what you guys do is you're recording that, you you know what I mean? Yeah. You're putting it out there. You're recording the history for, for, for people to come along in the future and, and read and, and watch and, and, and learn about. So it is important what what we all do um because i think you know we are especially with the demise of ford and holden really or holden yeah. in particular yeah. but even ford now i mean there's no locally produced fords anymore no, it's, all it's important now. Yeah, yeah what we're yeah. talking about so it's in, you know i think what you do is a magnificent
1: job and uh,
0: i'm really glad you could come come out here for this podcast yeah, yeah. we're
1: happy to you know yeah, like, yeah definitely like you said them them going, it's um, definitely left a big hole in the Australian market with mm. that kind of car, because there's nothing to f- backfill it now. No, no, know? no, and, that's right. Um, I think the um, old muzzle car type styling and performances that it seems to be wearing out unless uh, GMH, sorry GM, brings them all over from US. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah,
2: we just need some Camaros and some Hellcats over here now, and then yep. you know that, uh, yeah. that that'll go a long way to satisfying the petrol heads of yeah. You know, yeah, Australia. but then again, <laughs>
1: it's like when they brought out the Mustang. Now, now the the Mustangs have flooded the market out here. Now, yeah. and now everywhere yeah. you look, there's a Mustang, and you go, well, it's not really rare anymore. It's like driving around with a uh, Daihatsu and everything. Yeah,
2: yeah. They've now got the same. Um, Reputation they've got in America have just been a higher car, mate. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's true.
0: That's true. Guys, where can we find you guys? So um, au.
2: Yep, yep, that's our landing page. And and, um, obviously on YouTube, Aussie Garage, Mm -hmm. and Facebook.
1: Yeah, TikTok, uh, Instagram. uh, We're pretty much on all those. Um, We put up posts all the time as much as we can. Um, uh, Generally, I think... Generally on YouTube we try to put up a video Tuesdays and Thursdays and then in between that we put some up. Wow. But we try to do that but it's not always the case. During winter we go a bit slower. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, it gets a bit quieter. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, that's a good time to get into people's sheds with us. Mm. So yeah, We're just trying to meet as many people as we can through the through the car shows that we go to in the meantime. Yeah. yeah. We should have enough people to see through the winter.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good.
1: But, but, I mean, the only thing I, was, I suppose we should mention too is we, we've actually just signed ourselves a sponsor. Oh, but good on you. Well, yeah, we, give them a plug. Yeah, well, AutoFX WA has uh, come on board to yep. help us. Um, they were impressed by what we did because we did an interview with them, which one of the interviews is going to head up on tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow at yep. 2 o'clock, we're putting the first video of that one up and we've got another episode to go of that but we did an interview with them about what they do as far as the muscle car and how they protect paint and detailing the cars ready for shows and everything like that. And it was interesting to see them work and what they actually perform and you know all the stuff they do behind the scenes. And we did that, and out of the blue he just said, I know these guys are small and I know you said you didn't want to do anything until you got bigger, but he goes, I think we should do something now.
0: That's so excellent thinking. news. Yeah. So where can we find them?
1: Well, Auto um just their website. Yeah, I don't yeah. have
2: the. I don't know their actual no, that's street That's all right. Street but street if they watch, we we'll watch
0: the video tomorrow, we'll be able to find out. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll put the links tomorrow. in the video yep.
2: and stuff like that. So as well.
0: Oh, congratulations! That's good. I like hearing
2: that. Yeah, but that's cool. just another business that's heavily involved in the motor, uh, mm-hmm. automotive yeah, industry and, um, in WA. You know, cars so. and
1: coffee, and he's been involved in. He's been in business for twenty years in WA.
0: The key is, but he's bought into what your your message and your your product. You know yep. what I mean. I, yep. don't, I don't mean that financially, uh, but I mean also in what you're doing, and you and he can see value in that for him as well. So, yep. that's important. You know, that's important to him, and it's it's great to hear. It's good news. I'm really yep. happy for you guys. Yeah. Cool. yeah. All right, guys. Well, look, we'll bring this one to an end. Yeah. Todd, thanks that's, for coming in. That's right. Yeah. I think this the story. Phil is Dan. It's great to have you here. I really enjoyed this. Thanks Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah, It's uh, always nice to talk about cars, isn't it?
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) We could talk all night. We could. We could. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But anyway, look, thanks for coming in. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch up with you soon. So head to AussieGarageTV.com.au. Head to their Facebook page, TikTok as well. And uh, check out everything. There's so many videos there. That's what, And your website is really good. So yeah. head to the – I reckon best to go to the website. I reckon that's really easy to navigate. Yeah,
1: and pretty much you can go from there. From the website you can go pretty much to any other of the yeah. platforms that we've got. And we've even got um, our videos that we put up on YouTube feed straight into our website as well. So they all in there as well. So as mm. soon as we put one up – Feeds into our webpage and the latest ones up there as well. Yeah, okay. All right.
0: That's great news. Excellent. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming in. Really appreciate it. Nice. Thank you very much. Nice. Take care. See you. Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, The Valley Comes Alive. And podcasting across iTunes and
1: talkandpower.com.au.